it's nice to see that humans never change. Okay, you got, Open go. your okay, eyes. No, okay. no, stop it. We gotta start this podcast. Go. go. Hey, Eric. Hey, Tess. Have you ever wanted to invent a new flavor of ice cream? The teens at the library might have some suggestions for you. I have a feeling it's my number two choice. <laughs> On this episode of Same Team, y'all. Hashtag Irish Vampire. <laughs> what do you think you click? What do you think you get when you click on that? <laughs> I can't wait to find out. I didn't wake up today thinking I was gonna tell kids that Disney princes aren't real. And I always wanted to like send Christmas cards to people with the painting of George Washington crossing the Delaware because it's like my favorite Christmas story. That's amazing. <laughs> Four or five years. Now I want to know where were you guys eating it? <laughs> now I want to know what the windows taste like in this joint. <laughs> And we talk all the time, obviously, about how we're all on the same team, y'all. Yeah. But the, the secret is, not everyone realizes That's we're on the same team. That's 100% yeah. So. Hey, Tess, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How are you, <laughs> see what Mr. I did, Eric? See what I did there? I'm doing pretty well. How was your past fortnight? Oh, my past fortnight was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I drank a lot of beers That's that, exciting. that were tasty. Mm-hmm. I hung out with my fabulous husband. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, got a lot of productive work done at the library. How's your fortnight been? My fortnight was very good. I did some stuff. I don't remember. I'm sure I changed <laughs> some diapers along the way. <laughs> you ever try to remember what you did the past week and you're like, what did I do? I know I did something. <laughs> I don't know. I think that might be a parent thing. <laughs> what did I do? What time? What do, did I sleep? <laughs> hey, guys, you're listening to Same Team, y'all. This is an episode where two librarians talk about things that they love and um, try to remind everyone that we're all on the same team, right? That's right. Yeah. Because it's so much nicer to talk about things that you love rather than things that aren't going your way. Let's focus on the positive and... Guys, we're all on the same team. Let's all get along, or at least try, because we live in a civilization. <laughs> we don't. We do, don't we? Yes, focus on the civil. Hey, speaking of positive, what are we drinking right now? Oh, we're drinking some delicious Capital Teas. This is some white chai from Capital Teas, which is a tea distributor in Washington, D.C., and they might have other locations, but one thing I do know is that they're following us on Twitter right yeah, now. Yeah, so thank you, Capital Teas. Thank you very much, Capital Teas. Let's do a little tea. Uh, a little tea cheer. Here we go. There it is. Thanks so much, guys. Guys, on this episode of Same Team, y'all, we're going to be talking about stuff that we love, interesting and heartwarming and possibly disgusting tales from the library, Um, a fun moment from a Same Team, y'all moment in history, and I think Miss Tess has a life lesson that she learned this week, right? (laughs) Yep. Let's get right into it. Cue the music. (laughs) Are you nervous about the disgusting part? I am. (laughs) Okay. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. Da 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 da. Okay, Tess, what are you loving this week? Oh my goodness, what am I loving this week? What are you loving? One of my favorite shows is back on TV. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Preacher. I remember. I think I watched the first five episodes of the I first love season. Yeah, Preacher. Yeah. 
and it's back on. If you aren't watching Preacher, you should give it a try. It's about a preacher. <laughs> Wait, but it's more than that. Yeah. Because if you, if you told me it was just about a preacher, I'd be like, no, thank you. Right. He is preacher a... Preacher and alien? He's a... Not really. Demons? I don't want to give too much away because that's one of the most exciting things about the show is that you don't know what's going on for like much of the episodes. Uh, Basically, he's a preacher in a small Texas town and he has a a superpower um, where he can tell people to do things and they'll do them. What um, channel is it on? Um, that's a good question. AMC, I, I think? think it's AMC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the same channel as Walking Dead. Second season. <laughs> it's the Walking Dead channel. I know that because Chris Hardwick uh, does, I think he has like a Talking Dead show and then yeah. it's, now it's just talking with Chris Hardwick. He used to have um, a Talking Bad show for Breaking Bad. Too. Yeah, he yeah. talks about everything, yeah. that Chris Hardwick. <laughs> so it's the Chris Hardwick channel. <laughs> That's the channel you should watch Preacher on. It's really good. Cool. I remember I liked the show, and it's based on a graphic novel. It series, is, yeah. yeah which I Garth haven't read, is, yeah. but I dug it. Is the second season as good as the first so yeah. far? So far, so good, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. And there's a, a Irish vampire on the show, and he's my favorite. Oh, he's a vampire. <laughs> That's why I said alien, because I didn't know what he was. Yeah, uh, he's a vampire. Yeah. He's awesome. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Irish, hashtag Irish vampire. <laughs> what, do you think you click, what do you think you get when you click on that? <laughs> I can't wait to find out. I realize when we drink teas at different rates, I'm almost out of tea, and I'm looking at all your tea. You, But you're petting a dog right now. I am. So. I do. Chip has joined us again for another episode. Uh, she's sort of our executive producer at this point. Right now she's nodding. She's like, yes, your uh, your levels are good. Your levels are good. Your levels Thanks, are Chip. good. Yes, I, uh, <laughs> you're doing a good job. Yeah, we watch my mom's dog when they watch my baby. Yeah. <laughs> my mom and Amanda watch Fran. They're out uh, eating breakfast right now. And if you're, uh, since you're listening to us on this audio format, you're trying to picture Chip. Um, I have posted some pictures of her on Twitter, but if you don't want to go look on Twitter, just imagine a potato with a face, and that's yeah. a beautiful potato with a beautiful face, and that's Little Miss yeah. Chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Twitter hand, Twitter, that Twitter handle <laughs> is at same team, y'all. Yes. Yeah, so check it out for pictures of Chip and other things, <laughs> other things that you may enjoy. Yeah, we post lots of fun things that are positive and peaceful and a lot of motivation to get you through the week. Uh, what uh, are cute dog I pictures. Post? I think there's a picture of me holding Chip. Yeah, you post a lot of uh, Wonder Woman. There was a picture of me. Yeah, I think <laughs> you're like, hey guys, have a great week. And I'm like, hey guys, Wonder Woman. <laughs> What are you loving this episode? Uh, so Freya is my daughter. And, oh, I forgot to bring out the magic suit. Um, here, you just talk to the audience about something. Oh, okay. So Chip is like a beautiful white and brown potato. And she's got beautiful brown eyes. Um, kind of like a potato has eyes. So that's actually, it really works out. And she's got a little spot on her head. I should tell you not to talk about Chip, though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this thing that I'm loving, look at this in front oh, of me. Are oh, Are you wow. looking at this? Yeah, I should take a picture of that for Twitter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. This is called the, uh, how would you describe this to the listeners? It looks like a little baby snowsuit. It's a baby snowsuit. I've heard some people describe it as, it looks like when we put Freya into it, like the Michelin Man. <laughs> or like one of those. Or that giant marshmallow in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? Stop it. Anyway, this suit, it's called the Magic Merlin Sleep Suit, and you put your baby in it, 
and the idea is that they can't if you've ever seen like people that wear like those big like you go to a party and you rent like those big uh like sumo suits yeah it's it's basically like it's that like I, i'm pretty sure sir, someone was at a party and they saw that and they were like boy those people can't move that well in that suit this would be perfect for my this would be baby. perfect for my baby because an issue with here's the deal with baby babies when they're sleeping they have like a lot of these like movements they don't have control over that they like touch their faces or they twitch their feet or they twitch their fingers and it wakes them up so this suit you zip them in and then the idea is that they can't move that well in it uh-huh i borrowed this from miss laura from our work yeah yeah this is, used to be little baby margo's but she okay. outgrew it and uh i'm loving it because it helps her sleep through the night it's pretty awesome Nice. But she just recently graduated out of it. Now Uh-oh. she's just wearing jammies at night. So not the, not because she doesn't fit it anymore, but because um, we decided to try to go full jammies. She just has to learn to sleep without it. You got it, because, yeah. Because uh, when you're a grown-up, you don't wear a Michelin man suit. You don't wear a Michelin man suit at night? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, well, I think the thing is, like, you, you know how you swallow your baby, right? So they're not moving. And okay. Like, you, look, you, look you wrap them up like a little you burrito. wrap them up like a burrito yeah. so that they don't, like, they're not touching their face and they don't do that. But once they can roll over, you're not supposed to do that anymore because okay. then they can like roll over and be like, uh, let me suck this blanket up into my throat. You're not supposed to do that. Like they're supposed to be in the they're supposed to be on the in the bed, like the bassinet, like without blankets around them. So this is like a middle step. Okay. Like it kind of restricts their movement, but there's no blanket. And now we just move to the next one. So I'm loving it because it's helped her. Last night she only got up once in the middle of the night. So either at three or five, depending on who you talk to, me or my wife. So, <laughs> But uh, that's something I'm digging. I never knew it existed. Thank you, Merlin. <laughs> um, I saw the new John Wick movie. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Finally. Yeah, yeah. I love John Wick. Um, if you've never seen John Wick, it's a movie about uh, a guy named John John Wick. Oh, oh, you don't say. (laughs) He is living a pretty normal life, and his wife passes away very sadly, and he loved his wife, uh, and she left him a dog. She leaves him, and you know how much we love dogs. We're very pro-dog. Our executive producer is a dog. Um, We're very (laughs) pro-dog. So he gets this puppy, a little beagle puppy, adorable beagle puppy. And then I'm not spoiling the movie for you because this happens within like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Thugs break into John's house and they kill his puppy. First of all, right away you're like, what the heck, man? Yeah. You don't kill a person's what dog. The what the? <laughs> what the H? What the H? What the F? <laughs> <laughs> and John Wick, then you find out. The John Wick is like secretly a high-powered assassin, and he comes. He had been in retirement to hang out with his wife, and he comes out of retirement to kill everyone uh, to avenge his dog. And I love that concept because I can relate to it. Because if someone hurt my dog. I don't know well, if I would go, like, full throttle and, like, would. break out the guns. You think I would? Not guns. You're a knife person. <laughs> you're a knife person. Real slow, like. Um, and so then they made this movie, and then um, I thought, this is, like, the greatest thing ever. I wonder if there's ever going to be another one. I think it was one of those things, like, they made it, and they were like, hey, guys, we got Keanu Reeves. Okay, let's make this movie, and then, like, go on our merry Keanu way. Keanu Reeves, by the way, he I feel like he's not... 
he's sort of like a joke, you know, like. Do you mean the person? No, like, you know, like. In the movie? Oh, no, and not in the movie, just like in general, Keanu Reeves, when they put him in a movie, everyone's Aww. like, oh my God. You mean like Keanu a Nicolas Reeves. Cage kind yeah, of? Yeah, but I love him. I like him. And I Why love like all of his that? movies. You think because of The Matrix? I, no, I think it's maybe. I like The Matrix, all of I them. I think it might be because he doesn't make like serious movies very John Wick seems pretty serious. His dog right. dies. But it's not like, uh, you know how like we read, uh, you know, kind of frivolous novels sometimes yeah. oh. and people might say, oh, that's not very literary. And then I'll say like, I think it's sort of overrated. Everything doesn't, everything doesn't have to be literary. I love a good literary novel every now and then, but I also love like a romance where uh, a baker falls in love with did you a librarian. Reading? Did you read that? I didn't read that The one. Buns book, right? There's a book called Buns and you I, tweet I haven't it out. read it. You I haven't t- read it yet. I'll tweet it out. The cover so of this book, the, the cover of this book is a man's jeans clad buttocks. In front of a tray of buns, like like <laughs> that you would eat, and the title of the book is Tess Buns. Buns. So you can infer from this cover that it's involving a bake. Is it really about a baker falling in love with a librarian? It's about uh, uh, multiple uh, types of buns, and it it looks good. It caused a lot of controversy at the library. Oh. no, no, no! Just like us talking about like who would read a book Do about you buns. You think in that book someone's going to have a bun in the oven? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, the, yeah, I, I, I feel that way, that a lot of people feel that way about uh, Keanu Reeves, like, that he's not super serious. Yeah, because I, I like guess him. he's not in, like, you know, I don't know, cinematic uh, dramas or whatever, but I like his movies. And John Wick 2, um, pretty good, yeah. gotta say. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I saw the first one. I liked it a lot. There is a dog in it, which is cool. Is it the same dog? There's a dog that he gets at the end of the first movie. <laughs> Tell me each movie he gets more dogs, and then at the <laughs> end he's got so many dogs. I would love that, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> so many dogs. And then, oh, but then you know the last movie, someone's going to kill all the dogs. No. Yeah, that's how it ends. That's nope. how these action movies are. Nope. Nope, in this one, all the dogs <laughs> kill everyone else. Do they really? <laughs> Solana dogs. No. Planet of the dogs. Knock it off. Speaking of Planet of the Dogs, War of the Planet of the Apes is happening soon. Now, yeah. I've recently turned you over to an apes. Yeah. I, I like to think Tess is a little bit of an apes head now. I think I am. <laughs> is that the correct terminology? You know, apes head. I don't know what the, <laughs> what the term is. Um, but yeah, War of the Planet of the Apes comes out soon, and we got to figure out why does Woody Harrelson hate these apes so so darn, darn much, much. <laughs> we'll Why? find out yeah. hey here's another thing i'm loving i saw a uh, little mermaid at wolf trap yesterday oh yeah it was amazing so it was amazing it was amazing i think i saw hashtag grown man crying grown man crying point. so there are <laughs> you know how when they do these musicals they add like extra songs they do you yeah know? so there's like probably like half of the songs are new like there's probably because really like if you think you're for like a for broadway, broadway play, play you're kind of like you're not doing a lot of like exposition and yeah. stuff like that um, so there's like, let's say there's six songs in the original. Okay. There's probably like six new ones. And they have a whole song at the end. Uh-oh. <laughs> that is, right that is at the end where it's King Triton like giving his daughter away, like to Prince Eric. And it's... it's I can't imagine why that would make I know. I know, right? And it's like, it's like so good. It's amazing. So, um, and like him and Prince Eric, like instant bros. Like he's like, you did a good job. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's so great. Like in the way they do it. And they made... King Triton, 
um, like kind of like young and like hot. Like so, you know how in the move in the anime movies, like this really strong, like bearded older yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. They um, <laughs> they, he's like played with this young hot guy without a beard, but he did a great job. And so I don't know if this is canon in Disney, but they added some stuff. You ready f- to get your mind blown? I'm ready. Uh, Ursula and King Triton, according <gasps> I know according to this musical. Spoiler alert if you're planning to see the musical. Oh, if I didn't explain, Wolf Trap is a local theater in our area. <laughs> um, our brother and sister. Oh, Holy smokes. Snap. And there used to be six other sisters. It was Ursula, six sisters, and King Triton, right? Okay. Okay. And their dad, Poseidon, was dead, leaving like his wife, the queen. So it was going to pass on to like a daughter, right? Okay. She Ursula. There's a whole song about this. Kills her six <gasps> sisters. There's a whole song about how she killed her six perfect sisters. But for some reason, Ursula is born like a octopus woman, yeah. and they're all born beautiful mermaids. Yeah. So she kills them all. And King Triton at the time was like a little kid. She didn't even think about him, and he he took the the uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? What's the big fork called? <laughs> Triton. Triton. <laughs> he took it and like banished her when he was younger and he became the new king. Wow. Yeah. How crazy is that, that's man? Intense. Yeah, they call her Auntie Ursula because that's oh, what she geez. is. How crazy is that? Yeah, so I don't crazy. know if that's canon or not. But yeah, so there's all these <laughs> new songs. They also, another thing they changed, a flounder is in love with Earth, or a flounder's in love with Ariel. Uh, that I can buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda didn't like that. Uh, um, I, I always, I always felt like there was a little connection between the two. Of them. Yeah, I did too, and I was really hoping to end up with someone like just at the end, just like here's a girl show up, and then they do, bat the eyes and like, well, I guess he's okay, but no, he just dies alone forever. Oh, so, no. <laughs> maybe according to this, um, but it was really great. We watched it during the day, so it might have been cooler at night, like when the cause, yeah, because so, the trap is sort of. Semi-outdoors? Wolf Trap, yeah, is like kind of an outdoors venue. So there's like a big, you're, um, there's like a big canopy and like column. So you're, you're under a roof because it was raining real bad, but we weren't getting rained on. And there's a lawn that you can sit on and watch the thing, but it is outside. Mm-hmm. So the sun is in there. So I think at night it would have been cooler, like things would have been glowing in the dark maybe. Yeah. And we wouldn't have seen like wires be hanging from but it was still really cool. So um, very cool. Special props to Amanda's aunts Wanda and Rita for watching Freya. Oh, so, thanks, yeah. Aunt Wanda and Aunt Rita. So anyway, it was amazing. And Auntie Ursula. Auntie, yeah, Auntie. <laughs> How crazy is that? Like I was like sitting here and I was like, oh, you know, it's crazy, man. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Do we have any tales? <laughs> Why do I always forget? Do that again. Tales. Tales from from the. the- Library! It's so hard. Tales from the library. Tales from the library. Read some books. Read some books. We also have online resources. (laughs) Are we going to do it one day? Like, perfect? I hope so. I need to just like do it like randomly with you, like I do the. No, you sort of you sort of teased that you had a disgusting tale. From well, the that was more like a, a tease. So anyway, I got I got two. Do really? you have, how many tales do you have? <laughs> Let's just uh, we'll just start telling some tales. Do you want me to start with the poop one? It, I really do. Okay, here's the poop. <laughs> I'm very here's curious. the poop. It's not that disgusting, but if you think about it, it kind of is. So <laughs> in our library, we have a whiteboard that is up in our teen area. And Miss Elizabeth, our teen librarian, routinely writes questions on it. And then teenagers that walk by, 
I said teen like a lot just then. That's Teenagers okay. that walk by or regular people that are not teens or children <laughs> can walk by and answer the whiteboard. And usually they are very innocent questions. For example, this one was if you can invent any type of ice cream, what would you invent, right? Oh. Yeah, right? What would you invent? What kind of ice cream? Good question. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty satisfied with all of the <laughs> ice creams that exist we right live, now. We live in a golden age of ice cream. We really do. Last <laughs> night, no joke, I ate birthday cake ice cream, and it was so good. Where did it come from? Whose was it? Uh, it was a <laughs> Briars, if you're listening. Yeah, Briars. Yeah, they made, uh, you know how like <laughs> on your birthday you can get a, a ice cream cake? Yeah. It was I was it was ice cream that just tasted like an ice cream cake. It had like little cookie cake oh, crumbles. Was it good? It was delicious. So I don't really know if I had to invent an ice cream. How so creative! We're gonna I start would a third podcast called uh, <laughs> Same Ice Cream. Same Ice Cream, y'all. We just talked about ice creams. Um, ice uh, Ice Team, y'all. <laughs> I know. I knock it off. Anyway, all yeah. that's exciting. But this whiteboard. <laughs> Uh, Miss Elizabeth is, because we check the whiteboard to make sure no one's writing like curse words on it. Right, or yeah. getting like super political. political Sometimes on the some, ice cream some, questions. Some, yeah, like, uh, you I know. want one that tastes like freedom. I want one, yeah. yeah. I don't which, know. which isn't so bad, but a lot of times people will put down like, I don't know, things that are a little too politically charged for a, gotcha, a harmless gotcha. question. Um, anyway, and she walked by and there was no curse words, but she was like, someone wrote down that they wanted pee pee. <laughs> Pea-flavored ice cream. And she was like, okay, uh, that's fine. And she erased it because, you know, that's kind of weird. But then she looked across the other side of the whiteboard and she saw poop. (laughs) Ice cream. Way to go, guys. So she erased that one. But then she looked up and you know what she saw? (laughs) Such a stupid story. Another poop-flavored ice cream. Another vote for poop. She told me she found five or six poop flavored ice cream suggestions on this whiteboard and she wiped so much down with her fingers she said her hand was completely black by the time she was done and we just had to wipe the whiteboard Whole thing. completely free wow who knew that our library system our, our, many of our patrons were so poop flavored ice cream positive right I mean, I no, just, wait, we should remember we are in the zone of no judging. We are. And I mean, if you're into poop flavored ice cream. Good and, for you. And wow. And you were willing to broadcast. That, <laughs> you're not ashamed. Um, you know, I just. I, I guess we wow. should say usually our Tales from Libraries are heartwarming. Sometimes they're just sometimes they're just like, wait, that happens at the library? At the end of the day, not terrible. But it was, oh, God, I was laughing so hard. So I just, this is what I did. I went ahead and erased, uh, Elizabeth erased it, and then I picked the next question, because she was off the next yeah. day. And I was very hard. I had to pick something that would not lead someone to think. About poop flavored ice cream. So I did, very harmless question. Fourth of July is coming up. I wrote, what's your favorite thing about Fourth of July? So far, no poop. Okay. Our new <laughs> children's librarian, Josie, said, what if someone puts poop on the cob? <laughs> <laughs> Josie. Poop on the cob. She's great. Oh, God. So, anyway, uh, poop. Poop. Um, I was and a poop to you. And a good poop to you, So What yes. is your, wait, is, what is your other story? Oh. I feel like we should wait that out with a, maybe, is your oh. other story less poop-filled? It is less poop-filled, but I feel bad because neither one of my stories are particularly heartwarming or great. That's all right. I got some heartwarming Do stuff you? Okay, so I'll do mine. And I'm, you... I'm always bringing the heartwarm. Yeah? Do you want yeah. me to do mine and then you do yeah, yours? Yeah, go okay. for it. Okay. <laughs> I have two girls come up to me the other day, 
And they go, they're looking for a book about Ariel. I said, I could do that. Yeah. I could do that you're for like sure. You're like a Little yeah. Mermaid expert yeah. right now. Yeah. Right now we got to say, I am a, <laughs> I am a Little Mermaid expert. <laughs> do you know that her auntie was <laughs> Ursula? Um, this is before I got to go, so I'm not, I was an expert at that point. Um, but they're looking for a book about Ariel, but they throw us for a loop. She wants a biography about Ariel. Oh. Guys, uh, right now we got a summer reading program going on. Kids sign up. They do challenges. One of the challenges is read a biography, biography. right? And I tell her, well biographies are about real people yeah. right oh man did you just blow this little girl's guys I, I gotta tell you i am like i love disney princesses more than most grown men will admit i love them <laughs> a lot and so it was very hard for me to tell her that Ari- ariel isn't real right and her, her friend goes oh but pocahontas is so her favorite disney princess is pocahontas, pocahontas and yeah. she discovered Based on a real person, yes. right? Even vastly different from the Pocahontas in the musical, yes, but still. But which still. led the other little girl to assume all Disney princesses oh. must be real, right? Right, but no, just but the one. No, just the just <laughs> well, the Mulan. Mulan not really a princess. No, she counts. She's an official Disney princess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's on the list. Right. We Remember? talked about this before about how you don't necessarily have to be royal. You have to like do a brave yeah. act. And Mulan is pretty amazing. Mulan saved all of China. Yeah, so that's, that's a pretty. She's big not technically a princess, but I think you know she counts. We'll yeah. let her count. Anyway, so I had that. She goes, Whoa. oh, she goes. What about Aurora? I said, No. Not real. No, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I'm dying on the inside. I'm like, I'm oh. so sorry. Oh, oh, she goes, Cinderella. I said, what? We can find fairy tales, but not a biography, yeah. right? And I go, let me, okay, I'm, I'm in full library mode. Let me get to my computer. There are a lot of real life princesses, princesses. out there that yeah. are amazing. I go, I'm going to go on my computer. I'm going to figure this out. So I go back to my, I'm freaking out because I'm like, I'm, I didn't want, I didn't wake up today thinking I was going to tell kids that Disney princesses aren't real. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> so I'm at my computer, I'm checking and checking, I'm looking, and I, I stumble upon, we do, and it's so, here's an issue. I need to find a biography about a princess. A princess, That yeah. is real. So uh-huh. that's a little bit tough, but also that is appropriate for a little kid. Kiddo. There's yeah. not, I mean, there are, there are children's biographies, but that's tough. I come upon a couple about Princess Diana. Yeah. Right? You know, the, uh, who is... Series yes, yeah. Princess Diana. I was like, this is perfect, right? So I called him over my desk. Guys, I found a princess, real person. Not only is she real, she's very awesome. Yeah. She's very cool. Have you guys ever heard of Princess Diana? And little girl goes, oh. she goes, I know who that is. She goes, Wonder Woman is real. Oh. <laughs> I, go, I go, oh my god, oh. oh my god, no, no, you're making me do this right now. I go, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but Wonder Woman is not real. And I had to explain to her how Wonder Woman wasn't real either. Wow, that is so sad. I know. And she was just like, oh. And I explained to her about Princess, the real Princess Diana. And I know I'm for the audience. Hashtag grown man crying. It's such an emotional moment. It's an emotional (laughs) moment. And um, luckily, the mom, there was a mom of one of the girls, and she was like, watching the girl that really wanted to find Disney princesses. The other one was fine because her favorite was real, Pocahontas. And she was like, oh, we've got a book at home about real life Disney princesses. That is a children's book that we can use. So I guess she had it covered already. I don't know what princesses she had. Or not Disney princesses, but just whatever. And I guess it's children appropriate or whatever. So she was able to jump in and save the day. But man, Tess... That's intense. Holy smokes. Let me tell you a heartwarming story. Yeah, bring about, it around. About a time that I talked to a kid about how mermaids weren't real. <laughs> but 
But it turned out fine. All right, so this little God. girl. Is this he, the darkest episode we've ever had? <laughs> First poop flavored ice cream. Princesses aren't real. No mermaids. <laughs> mermaid. So. Hey, real quick, mermaids. Yeah. Um, you know how if you type into Google, it does uh, it autofills yes. like based on the thing. Yeah. I don't remember what I was searching for, but I typed in how to act like, mm-hmm. and the first choice that popped up was a mermaid. How to act like a mermaid. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people want to know how to act like one. There is a state park in uh, Florida, I believe it is. Or maybe it's just an amusement park. It's a park. It's a park in Florida, and I'm not remembering the name, but um, there are mermaids there. There are girls, uh, uh, young ladies who dress like mermaids, oh. and they they swim, and there's a pool that, like, children can come and watch them like swim. an aquarium kind of pool like yeah. they can see in the bottom of the yeah, water yeah it's really sweet and so maybe there were some mermaids and they were looking up how should i act like a mermaid do you want to go there and record an episode one day <laughs> yes the mermaid cast i think maybe we can we can probably interview a mermaid i bet she would be very happy to talk to us <laughs> <laughs> no, i think they speak english oh do they oh yeah. okay never, never <laughs> these mind, are floridian then. mermaids guys if you're so. a mer- if if any mermaids if you're a mermaid. listen, i I did not mean to be offensive. I am very sorry. <laughs> Same ocean, y'all. So a little girl came into the library. This is a story from years ago. I'm bringing this one out of the archives. She um, she said she wanted every book in the library about mermaids, including the original Little Mermaid Uh-oh. by Hans Christian Andersen. Okay. Okay. So I said, okay, let's get these books about mermaids. Um... Uh, you know, here are our books about mermaids. And this 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 particular book, I said to mom, mom, what's that? I was like, mom, come here. Let's bring it in here. I said, mom, this Real is talk, dumb. mom. This is not like the Disney version. The, the actual fairy tale by Hans Christian Andersen, I think, is really depressing. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to give mom a heads up. Like, just so you know. And mom was cool. She was like, oh, okay, well, we'll read it together. That's um, real cool. Yeah, and they did. They actually they took the big stack of mermaid books and they went over in the corner and they read them together, mom and daughter. And then they came back with all of the books. And I said to the little girl, "Okay, so what did you think of the Little Mermaid?" And she said, "Oh, I really liked it." And I said, "Did you really?" And she said, <laughs> not not that was a loaded question. Did you said, really? And she said, "What, well, Miss Tess? You don't like it?" And I said, no, I don't really like that story. And she was like, why? And I said, I think it's sad that she dies at the mm-hmm. end. And then the girl said, yeah, but then she gets to be an angel. And I'm like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. And then she said. I hadn't thought about it that way. I know. And then she said, and by the way, Miss Tess, not every story is going to have a happy ending. <laughs> How old is this girl? <laughs> Giving you real talk. How old is she this girl? like eight years it's old. She's like, Tess, get your head out of the damn clouds. <laughs> And uh, so then she she had all these mermaid books, and I said, okay, um, but you know that mermaids aren't real. And she said, well, scientists have not proven that they are real yet. Is this a little yet. girl? Yeah. yeah. She said, scientists have not proven that they are real yet, but one day I am going to be a scientist, and I am going to prove that they are real. Wow. <laughs> she where, was wonderful. Where is she now? I, am, I, I don't know. That was a few years ago. Hopefully, she's like on her way to a science I mean, degree. <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, there's a lot in the deep ocean we don't know about. It's true. It's probably not mermaids down there. But if anyone knows if there's mermaids down there, 
it would be James Cameron. <laughs> Do you remember when he was like, not the derail moment. Remember when he was under the ocean like all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Doing his... Did he do? Did he do that movie, The Abyss? Wasn't that him? I think so. And then yeah. also he was he did like a couple documentaries about like not just the Titanic, but like going under the water and stuff like that. So <laughs> there's that really cool graphic novel called The Wake. The Wake. Yeah. Where I think they sort of presupposed that that we may have evolved from some sort the, of underwater the creature. Mermaid cre- yeah. They're like mermaid-ish monsters. They look actually kind of scary. Yeah. Because they have like long tails but long claws. The Wake by um, Scott, Scott Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. And I don't remember who drew, like, who drew the pictures. I don't remember. The illustrator. I don't remember Who the either. picture drawer was. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really cool. It was a great, uh, really good book. Check it out from your local library. <laughs> um, that's right. Well, that's, it turned out okay. She's going to go find mermaids now. Yep. Heartwarming story. This kind of ended up being a really dark episode, right? We could turn it all around with our Seam Teamy album moment in history. <laughs> there we go. Same team y'all moments in history. <laughs> okay, Tess, you love history. You love history. Fan of history. Are you a fan of just uh, American history? Uh, history? I, I mostly focus on American yeah, history, yeah. 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 Uh, the, um, mostly presidential history, which I realize is kind of a niche thing to be into. but A little bit, but yeah. I think a lot of people are into it. I think so, too. Usually around, like, inauguration, <laughs> election season, and then everyone's like, I'm not interested anymore. And then you're like, did you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's me. That's that, my life. That Polly Jenkins was the first horse in the White House. <laughs> you know, that's your thing. Who's the first horse in the White House, Tess? I don't know who was the first horse. Oh, I don't know. I made up Holly Jenkins. I don't know. There were a lot of interesting uh, pets that have been in the White House. Um, (laughs) Did you know that Calvin Coolidge had a pet raccoon named Rebecca that he used to walk on a leash? Yeah. Look it up. Look look it up, guys. (laughs) Well, the reason I ask about your history knowledge is because I've got a little bit of same team y'all moment in history that is not from America. Okay. Way across the pond, as they say. In uh, the middle of World War, actually the beginning of World War One, okay. called the Christmas Truce. Now I sent this guys behind the scenes. We send each other notes, but we purposely leave it vague so we yeah. don't really know. Have you ever heard of the Christmas Truce before? No, we send like cryptic emails to each other. When you told me you had a same team y'all Christmas moment yeah. uh, in history, um, I thought of another historical Christmas moment, and I'll tell you afterwards. So oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Cool. Um, no, this is, it, and I was thinking about World War One because of Wonder Woman, right? World War One, 1914. Set the stage for Set me. the stage. <laughs> Can you hear the bombs blowing over the head? Trench warfare. On the Western Front, British soldiers on one end, German on the other. Christmas Day. And it starts off as something small. On the British trenches, so if you're not too familiar with trench warfare, go see Wonder Woman movie. You'll get a nice little <laughs> brief lesson. But they're basically in trenches with a long no man's land between them filled with mines and where they shoot stuff and there's all kinds of barricades. And on the other end, another trench filled with German soldiers. It starts with something small. Christmas Day, uh, British soldiers put little lit candles on the outside of the trenches as Christmas decorations, right? Okay. Which, first of all, is amazing already because normally you don't stick your head up. Why? Because you get shot off. You don't want to get shot off. So they're putting them up, right? German soldiers see this and go, we're going to do the same thing. British soldiers, they add a few more candles. British, German soldiers start singing Christmas carols in German. British soldiers start singing Christmas carols as well. The shooting slowly stops. Artillery stops 
shooting overhead. It's amazing. It's a Christmas miracle. Wow. This isn't like a formal, like normally if there's a ceasefire, like it comes down. Yeah. Right. This is just like guys that have been at it. And trench warfare, like they're usually the same guys trying to get like an inch towards their end and an inch towards this end, like over like months and years, you know, slowly stop. Right. Okay. So it gets a little crazier here from here. <laughs> Not only that, slowly one of them climbs up. Starts walking out in a new man, no man's land, which is crazy because I thought no man's land is usually filled with mines. So maybe they kind of knew, like, what is the, like, if this area got all blowed up, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They walk out there and come out, test these two groups. They come out of the trenches and they meet and they actually exchange Christmas gifts. Aww. Have you heard this before? No, I've never heard Yeah, this heard is amazing. That. I remember I heard this story back when I was a history major way back in the olden days. <laughs> and um, I thought of it while watching Wonder Woman because there was no gifts being exchanged no. in that movie. Except for the gift, gift, the gift, gift of, of wonder. Of Gal Gadot. And <laughs> yeah, her yeah, yeah. It's like, remember the end? Oh, well, there's a part at the end where fighting stops. Big surprise. It kind of is like that, but in real life. They come out. And so what gifts do they even have? I've got a list here. <laughs> small gifts of food. Small bits of tobacco. Alcohol. Everyone likes alcohol. And the people that don't have that, small buttons. Oh, here's a button. Wow. Hats. The artillery stop. And here's the big one. You know what they actually do? They stop and they play a series of football games in the middle of no man's land. <laughs> Apparently no one gets blown up, so I don't know. Maybe this area didn't have mines. Typically mines is what it is. And uh, I, don't only, I only found the score for one of them. Three to two, Germans win. <laughs> in the soccer game. If, if football, but as we know in America, soccer. How crazy is that? That's pretty cool. That is insane, right? That is typically not what happens during a war. That is typically not what happens during a war. <laughs> Apparently, there were a series of these during uh, Christmas Day 1914 um, of ceasefires along the, the Western Front. Um, some people did not stop. They just kept shooting at each other, which is understandable, I suppose. Yeah. But they stopped and overestimated 100,000 troops stopped firing at each other on that wow. day. Wow. I know, awesome. right? awesome. Now, the sad part of the story, Christmas Day is over. Start fighting again. You start fighting again, right? How insane is that, That's right? That's really cool. Yeah. They also had, I, I think I mentioned this, but they also did a exchange of like uh, prisoners that they did have. They exchanged, they gave each other time to bury their dead. Oh, and if wow. they had like a German soldier that made it, you know, and died, they gave them a, ch- a chance to bury their dead. And uh, they sang Christmas carols together. And they, uh, um, yeah, right? Same team y'all know in history. Team, it's amazing, right? History, and guys, yeah. if you're thinking, man, I can never, I can never be friends with this guy because he believes X, Y, and Z. I have a feeling your differences are a little bit less than a British soldier and a German officer during um, World War One, yeah. right? Um, I can't remember who, but one of the commanding officers, one of the British commanding officers of the ceasefire actually uh, reportedly shook hands with the best sniper in the German army wow. at the time. So apparently they lit each other's cigarettes and shook hands, which is kind My of amazing. Goodness. Yeah, I know, right? They were feeling very festive. I know. Christmas miracle. And guys, just, I know we're talking about Christmas now. I mean, this podcast is for everyone, regardless of your belief. But I mean, this Christmas type of situation is the definition of a Christmas miracle, right? Yeah. Um, my Christmas story is uh, less oh, your congenial, his- my historical Christmas story. Oh, oh. And you probably know this story, but for those of you who don't, have you ever seen the painting of Washington, General Washington, my favorite president, 
Crossing the Delaware. Have you seen this painting? I have this seen famous it. painting. He's very, Did that's, you know? I believe he's Captain Morganing yes, on, <laughs> on the boat. It's apparently a highly inaccurate photo. Yeah. Like, there was no way that they were actually getting across that way. Um, I heard the boats are different looking in real life, Yeah, too. I think like, they were more, like, raft-like. And I they were actually, uh, like, having to push out, like, these huge chunks of ice. Yeah. And anyways... But the painting is really beautiful, and yeah. it's this painting of Washington crossing the Delaware, and it's supposed to show, you know, how how brave he was. Uh, that that happened on Christmas. That's right! <laughs> I forgot. So, slightly different Christmas story. So, I guess the British were like, oh, well, we won't fight on Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, guys. Let's all, and the British and the Germans in that war were actually buddies. Yeah. And they were, they were hanging out together yeah, in the, their camp. The, was it Haitian? Haitian? The, Haitian? the Hessians. Hessians. The thank Hessians. you. They're yeah. German, um, um, not militia. Yeah. Um, mercenaries. The, yeah, yeah. And they were, uh, they were partying. They were having a little Christmas party and George Washington was like, Forget that. Guys, we're eating our boots. George <laughs> They're Washington over here. I smell like, their tea. I smell their coffee. He was like, you know when they will least expect it? Ha-ha. <laughs> Christmas. And he, so I've always, uh, I'm <laughs> I'm Jewish, so I, I learn about Christmas. <laughs> um, tangentially, I, uh, I know that you do Christmas cards. And I always wanted to, like, send Christmas cards to people with the painting of George Washington crossing the Delaware. Because it's, like, my favorite Christmas story. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, what happened from him crossing the Delaware? Just for our audience that might not know. What freedom, do you do? Freedom. <laughs> well, Ultimately. A nice, a nice step freedom. forward. A nice step forward. But <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Man, two different wartime... Christmas, Christmas stories. We, hey, we did not plan that. <laughs> huh. It's Christmas in July, y'all. It is. Do you have a uh, life lesson for us, Miss Tess? I do. Um, did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> How's that, so, how's that tea treating you? It's delicious. Oh, okay. um, it's delicious, spicy chai tea, and I love it. And Chip is having a good time. Chip, by the way, was wagging her tail when you were telling that story. So you must have said something during Christmas? that story that she was into. <gasps> Christmas? Do you like, <gasps> she's wagging her tail. Oh my God. It's she just, likes Christmas. It's because I'm looking at her. Maybe that's it. <laughs> um, so we were talking about. What if she's like wishbone? <laughs> And she, she was like walking. She was there, like she remembers it. She was there at the Christmas truce. She was actually the one that started. Like she went like between the lines, and they were. Oh. She had like a little uniform. On. Yeah, yeah. She was there. Wow, oh, my Chip. Goodness. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you, Chip. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for your God. service. Okay, what's his life lesson? Um, <laughs> we uh work at the library. Uh, we are children's librarians. Mm-hmm. We work mostly with young people. And uh, we talked during our last episode a bit about <laughs> how we do things. With, things are sort of acceptable for children yeah. and less acceptable for adults. Like when we were talking about if you're having a bad day, we always ex- want to excuse children for feeling very emotional because they're kind of on these little hormonal roller coasters as they're developing. Um, but we don't give that same... Uh, 
that same privilege to adults. Adults, you better keep keep it together. Be like, a grown up. Yeah, get all of your stuff together, please. Um, <laughs> Which really, the term "get your stuff together." What does that even really yeah, mean? You know, yeah, pull yourself together and just you know get with the program. Uh, but we don't do that for kids. For kids, we kind of we want to know what's wrong with you. Yeah. If a kid starts crying, what's wrong? If a grown up starts crying, it's like, oh god, let's not look at that person crying, <laughs> right? You should have seen everyone when I was in the audience for a little moment. <laughs> they were all averting their eyes. Everyone's like, I can't look at this man. I can't look at this man. <laughs> So the other day, I was at breakfast with um, our good friend Amy, um, and we uh, we were chilling after breakfast, and we were looking out um, out the window of the restaurant we were in, and there was a small child there, and he was rubbing himself on the window, <laughs> like rubbing rubbing himself, like he was like, like his arm, yeah, like. Like, you could tell maybe he wanted to see what the window felt like. Yeah. And so he was kind of rubbing himself on the nice window. It's nice cool or something. Yeah. At one point, he kind of opened his mouth and tasted the window. How young is this kid? He was maybe like four or five years old. Now something. I want to know, where were you guys eating it? We were <laughs> now I want to know what the windows taste like in this joint. <laughs> <laughs> we were eating at our local Bob Evans. And oh. We had delicious pancakes, and it was a good time. Um, but then we saw this kid, and we were sort of laughing at him. But then I sort of thought... He's exploring his environment, and no one is going to get mad at the kid for rubbing himself on the window, but if you were an adult and you rubbed yourself on a window, people would think you're insane. I think about this a lot, actually. Yeah. I think about this all the time, constantly. Not just about, well, guys, not just rubbing on windows, but like acting like a child yeah because maybe in many ways they got things figured out a little bit you know they do mm-hmm. like that kid was just exploring mm-hmm. and um i think as we get older that kind of exploration becomes less and less encouraged mm-hmm. and it's more encouraged to just kind of fall into societal just do norms. what the other grown-ups do right um and also i was thinking about this in terms of excitement about things like you and I are very open about stuff that we love uh, to our podcast listeners who obviously love us enough to subscribe. Thank you um, guys. Yeah, but uh, usually I find that kind of really high levels of excitement about any given thing are sort of discouraged. Like that's nerdy yeah. or that's, you know, that's weird that you spend that much time thinking or talking about or, that thing. Or let, let's be honest, like I've kind of like within the past, my, if you go to my desk at work, it's just pictures of Wonder Woman and Disney princesses everywhere. Two things that I think most most adult males would not feel comfortable saying that they enjoy <laughs> or they don't enjoy at all, you know. Or not even adult male, but just an adult, right? And I was talking to our intern. Every summer, we hire an yes. intern at the library. And our our intern this year is a, a lovely young woman named Faith. And I was talking She's to her. She's been awesome, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to her about Broadway musicals. And she is very knowledgeable about yep. Broadway musicals. She is clearly passionate about live theater uh, was singing and dancing. She's currently in rehearsals. She's going to be in a production of Oklahoma. And she's playing Vivian. 
All right. And oh, I don't. <laughs> is that one of the farmers? I don't know. Oklahoma. <laughs> Sorry. It's one of the female leads friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, but uh, I, I was chatting with her because she looked really tired. And I said, Faith, are you okay? You look tired. And she said, oh, yes, I'm very tired because I, I went to New York last night yes. to see Glenn Close and Sunset Boulevard. And I was like, wow, okay. And I started chatting with her. And You're like, I was eating ice cream last night. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I was like, I had beer and ice cream. Twin Peaks was on. But she... Um, she uh, was telling me about some other Broadway shows that she had gone to, and I told her I had only been to Broadway once in my life, and she was trying to give me, like, uh, theater advisory, basically, like, other plays that I might like to go see, and I just thought it was so precious how into it she is yeah. and how kind of unabashed about it she is, and I feel like it just, like, Faith, spoiler alert, like the older you get, the more people don't want to hear about it. They want to, it, <laughs> it typically happens that the older you get, the more people are just like, just, when I asked how your day was, I just want to hear good. Yeah, or they bad. don't really want to know. <laughs> yeah, which is unfortunate, you know? Because really that wonder, and we were talking about like children, right? Like that sense, I look at my daughter, Freya, who's almost six months old now, and I took her, last night it was raining real hard, right? Did you get all that rain where yeah. you were living? It's raining real hard. I took her out this doorway right here, and there's an eve, so we weren't getting wet. And she was just, like, in awe of the rain and the noise and every Like, it was amazing. And I was like, how many people, everyone, like, if you really look at the rain and feel it and feel it, like, it is awesome. But how many people do? Who many people, I think what it is, take the time to. Yeah, you know? and I think when you're a grown-up, you see rain as, like, a, an inconvenience. Or, oh, man. Or, gee, I'm glad it rains and my yard looks pretty. Yeah. Not, you like, know, this is not, just like not just being in awe of the nature it. of it, yeah. Uh, we were talking about, like, how some things children do aren't acceptable for adults to do. <laughs> I'm a big fan of, I like climbing trees. <laughs> I like climbing trees a lot. I'm not great at it, but I like it. And I realize that's not a thing that's typically <laughs> thought to be normal. Like right. this, this tree right out, this tree right out here in my front yard. It's not super tall, but it's perfect for climbing. And sometimes I'll get out of work, like out of my car from work, and I'll get up there and just like sit up there for a little bit. But I realize, like, if you see a man like in a tree, like wearing his his tie and his pants, and stuff, he looks like a crazy person. <laughs> But I enjoy it because it's fun. And it's also, it's a really, like, to be perfectly honest, climbing a tree is, like, a lot of, like, natural movement. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to, like, get a good workout without saying, I'm working out today. Like, this moment, like, it's really good. But, I mean, it's one of those things that's not, that's just one example of a thing that people go, eh, when you're a grown-up, you don't do anymore. Yeah. You know? So, I would just encourage all our listeners this week to uh, to be thinking about ways that you could sort of embrace that childlike exploration and excitement about things and and uh to not be embarrassed yeah. by it and to just at one point this fortnight do just something that makes you happy yeah and not worry about what other people yeah. will think right yeah i am um, it's hard but it's hard for everyone right cuz i know um I think it's difficult, especially because you do something and you're excited, and then the way someone reacts mm. or what they say immediately, you go into like that turtle mode. Like, yeah. Mm, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Next time, I won't say that. You know. And we talk all the time, 
obviously about how we're all on the same team, y'all. Yeah. But the the secret is not everyone realizes That's we're on 100%, the same team. Eight, yeah. So when you encounter those individuals, j- try not to get bogged down by it. Just remember they don't realize that we're all on they're the same all, team. Yeah. They're on a journey too. Yeah. And one day they're gonna figure it out, hopefully. Yeah. But try not to get bogged down by that. Just, just do something. I mean, as long as you're not hurting anybody, do something that ma- that just really makes you happy, even if it's kind of silly. Yeah. It's okay to be silly. We let kids be silly. Why don't you just let yourself be silly at some point this fortnight? That's a good. I think that's a good uh, point. You know, <laughs> the um. Guys, tell us what silly thing you did this past week. It would be awesome yeah. if you'd email us. Our email is same team y'all. That's same team y a l l at gmail dot com. We'd like to hear what exactly did you do, and it doesn't have to be something amazing. Just what thing did you experience that you really enjoyed that typically you wouldn't have done, or you wouldn't have taken the time to do? Um, once again, that email is same team y'all at gmail dot com. What's our Twitter handle? Why do I keep saying that? Twitter. What your Twitter what's, handle? What's your Twitter handle? All right. <laughs> It's God. at Same Team Y'all. That's exactly right. And guys, we have a website called SameTeamYall.com. Whoa, it's a new website. It's, it's a new website. It looks real profesh. Totes uh, profesh. I think so. For a guy that doesn't know what he's doing, I thought I did okay. Um, By the way, because of the new website, you may notice that all of our episodes download uh, again in your feed. <laughs> good idea. Yeah, you may have seen them all come up again. Thank you for bringing that up, Tess. Yeah. It's a part of us just moving the podcast location from, yes. from the old uh, non-profesh old site to, to the, the totes profesh site. Sameteamyall.com. <sighs> Twitter. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Oh, should we have a positivity party? Let's do it! Guys, this is a new segment called The Positivity Party. It's how we're going to close out the podcast. So many peas. What do we talk about? Hey, Eric. <laughs> yes. You're really good at eating bananas. Oh, I good. like how you promote nutrition by eating healthy snacks. Hey, you know what else I'm good at? <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't need to learn how to potty train. I just used the toilet right That's away. That's your superpower. That's my superpower. Eric, you're really good at using the toilet. <laughs> uh, my dog seems to really like he does. <laughs> I love your dogs too. They're great. Guys, you're good at having attractive dogs. If you're listening, go ahead and say something nice about yourself. This may get edited out. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, uh, do you really? Yes. Are you listening to the you music right me. now? Guys, the music in here is so loud. I can't hear anything else. Oh, look at this. Lady Gaga showed up. <laughs> Oh, this party's amazing! You know what I'm excited about? What are you excited about? Is that I heard that the creators of Same Team Y'all, us, are starting a second podcast. That is absolutely correct, what, sir. What's it about, Tess? It's about Twin Peaks and how we're going to watch it together. And you've never seen it, and I've already seen it, and I love it, and you're going to love it, and everyone is going to love it and watch Twin Peaks with us. Yeah, it's called uh, Same Peaks Y'all. See Same how clever we are? Same Peaks Y'all. So guys, be sure to check it out. Same Peaks Y'all. It's all about Twin Peaks. It's going to be amazing. Lady Gaga's walking over here. Hey, get over here. Oh my goodness. She loves Twin Peaks. Oh, look. I can't tell if she loves it or not. She's showing her poker face. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> okay, guys. Enjoy yourself. Bye. Bye. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> 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 Did you do any chairs?